everybody, and welcome back to a new episode of the Architecture Show podcast. My name is Chris, and I'm going to be your host. I hope everybody's doing well. Everybody's getting through the semester. You're getting used to the, the curriculum. You're getting used to the classes. You're not too stressed out. You know how it is. Uh, today, I have my first guest on the podcast. She is a fifth-year architecture student here at NYIT. Uh, she's a very good friend of mine. So. Without wasting time, I'm going to introduce my first guest, Brianna Callender. Woo! Hello, hello, hello. Did I pronounce your last name right? Yeah, you did. Okay. So thank you for coming. Uh, I'm very excited to have you on. I'm very excited to be here. I really want to hear your story. That's that's basically why we're doing this. So just let's just introduce yourself to everybody who you are, where you're from, all that yeah. fun stuff. Yeah. So as you said, my name is Brianna Callender. Um, go to MIT, fifth year. Um, I grew up, I was born and raised in the Bronx. I still live there. It has a big impact on me, who I am, what I'm doing in architecture, why I'm doing it. And um, yeah, I think as we go through the, um, the episode, you'll probably learn more. So I'll leave it at that. Cool. So uh, tell us your story. I feel like everybody has a story <laughs> for architecture and nobody just is like, let me try it out. Everybody has a story. They want to do it for a specific reason. Right. Do you have a story? I do. My story is a little, it's a little chaotic, but um, nonetheless, it started um, literally in senior year of high school because that was like, I literally did not think about college up until that summer, which is really interesting. And then that summer I was reading The Alchemist by Paolo Gelo, and he talks about like personal legends and how you know what they are when you're a child. And I was like, what the hell did I want to do when I was little? Yeah. Like everything, which is, I feel like most kids, like I was into everything. I could draw, I was one of those kids. So, but then I remember that I designed a tree house in my backyard and it was a whole axonometric. Like I use a ruler, everything was like to scale and everything. Yeah. So I did an axon before I even knew what it was basically because I had to be like eight or something like that. And I thought about that and I was like, hold on. And then I remember that one of my teachers mentioned me doing architecture because I was really, like, I'm really gifted in math which is cool. And then I could draw. So everyone was like, oh, do architecture. And I was like, okay, I'll think about it. And applied to NYT. I really wanted to go to Rensselaer. Rensselaer? I can't yeah. yeah. RPI. They're, yeah. They have a great architecture program. I know. And they're the only college that I applied to that rejected me. Yeah. Immediately. And I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> but came to NYT. And um, I guess the first two years, I'm not going to lie, I didn't really know what I wanted to do or what I was doing because I didn't have any background in architecture. Mm-hmm. Most of like my family, they're like doing construction and stuff like that, but I didn't personally know what I was doing. And so like all my peers kind of already did. Either A, like their parents were architects or they had like architecture program in high school. So I felt a little bit behind and I was a little discouraging at first, but here we are five, year, five years later and we went to the, um, the grassroots this um, summer. Mm-hmm. That really like opened my eyes and I was like, wow, I'm really behind. <laughs> <laughs> and it was kind of on purpose because I was kind of scared to get into architecture mm-hmm. and what it's really about. So, but now I'm at the point where I'm like, I know definitely I want to do something that is involving in policy and helping like the rules and regulations around architecture in a way that helps my community. Oh yeah. So when you first went into architecture, yeah. were you kind of like blindsided? Like, did you do any preparation maybe in high school that prepared you at all? Or were you just like all in and, and you were just kind of like, let's just see what happens sort of thing? Yeah, it was more so let's see what happens. That's just me as a person, though. I tend to wing everything, unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> like to this day. But um, yeah, I definitely came in pretty blindsided. Yeah. yeah. So it was pretty much just an open canvas, too. 
for my teacher. So like, that's why I also, because I knew I didn't know anything, I feel like I didn't come in. Like a lot of my classmates, they'll be like, they're very like already stuck in their ways, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But I was a bit more able to be molded by my teachers and take in what they said. So that was helpful. So coming in blindsided wasn't necessarily a negative when I think about it. And it's kind of fun too, right? You're trying something new, something you've never done before. It's like challenging. It, yeah, it definitely was challenging. Yeah. So I remember you told me you went to the Long Island campus, right? Yeah. So for those who don't know, NYIT has two campuses, one in Long Island, one in New York City. Where the one, where at the one in New York City? Um, what what year did you switch? I switched after the um, pandemic. I left because of the pandemic because the I was pandemic. dorming over there because I live in the Bronx. I'm not not driving to Long Island every day. <laughs> Goddamn no. And so during the when the COVID happened, I came back home and we was on Zoom. And then I think so. I think twenty fall twenty twenty one. I transferred over here, yeah. Yeah. Now, do you do you have a preference on which you like better? <laughs> um, you don't have to answer if you don't want to. They both have their perks, which is funny because people ask me this all the time when I came over here, and they're like, "Oh, what do you like better?" I feel like atmospheric-wise, I like Long Island better. That's just me personally because I grew up in the city, which made me like kind of start to resent the city in a way. So, like mm-hmm. being out there, and then like we're in Education Hall. For those who don't know, if you haven't been on the Long Island campus, and it's pretty much in the woods. Like, we're literally so far from even the main campus that you're, we're literally we're in a farm. So it's like <laughs> designing then that and then having, like, a lawn that I could just go and, like, sit and cry on. That was, like, amazing. So, I feel like, yeah, so, like, that. People-wise, I feel like people in the city are a little different. Sorry. You guys are definitely, because we're in the city. Yeah. But overall, they're both great. And they have their their own like architecture building, right? Yeah, ed- yeah, Education Hall. We shared it with the interior design and I think the like video, whatever they did. I forgot what they were animation or something like that. But yeah, we intentionally had the entire uh, barn. It was a barn. Yeah, to ourselves. So that was cool. Did do you know if like the curriculum was the same like your first second year project? Yeah, was? it was because we often saw what you guys were doing like the Manhattan campus. Well, you weren't here. There now, Not but, yet. No. Yeah, and then we had like um. What we did this year, we had like a colloquium last year where we actually both sides had to see our midterms together. We never did that before, though. So, but we did also see all your work when we were doing the same thing. Yeah. Cool. So, um, as of right now, what has been your favorite class and your least favorite class? Ooh, my favorite class? Yeah. I feel like design, um, no cap, honestly, my first ever design class. And I had it with Professor Bach. Love the man to death. Like, he kind of set the precedent for me as an architect. Like, he was just really a cool, chill guy, and he was kind of more into, like, theoretical architecture, which definitely had an impact on me and all my projects. And I feel like we just, literally half of our projects could not realistically stand up. So I love that as well, like, the freedom of our first year of, like, Fundies. So I think Fundies was my favorite, yeah. Yeah. I'd say the same thing. Like I know I'm like still early on, but Fundies 1 was, I think, the best time for me. Yes. I was very busy. Because I had like okay. two, I'll call it three jobs. We're doing the third, three jobs. The third one was a tutor, so it wasn't like you did have two it was jobs. periodically. Okay. You know what I mean? But yeah, I would say Fundies was, it was. I had Sergio, you know Sergio. I don't actually. He's, I think, the best professor in Oof. the school, like Oof. without a doubt. I'll, I'll say that confidently. Got to get him on the show. I know, right? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I had him first year, and he pushed me to like do well. Like mm-hmm. it was always like, okay, Chris, this is great, but you can do better. You know, um, and then the final crit, like he had a bunch of his friends come and everybody was impressed by my project. And then he pulled me to the side, like after the class and he was like, listen, I just want to say, like, 
this is great. This is exactly what I wanted uh, from you, and and I'm glad that you like you did it. Nah, that's top tier compliments. Right. After a crit, after a crit, I would start crying. Yeah. <laughs> what? Um. So, what would you say is like you know your favorite project that you've ever worked on? What is it? That first My, year? Or no, actually, the last one I did. Yeah. So the spring semester that just passed. And I only it was my favorite because that is the first time in my career that I've actually completed a project and almost cried because I <laughs> I'm a very analog person and our school when I started, that's when they made the switch to like kinda being very hardcore on like the Rhino and CAD and stuff like that, which they only spent one semester teaching us. I would like to point that out. And so I'm not that, like, I can't design. Like, I'll be on Rhino spinning my model for a legit an hour. I'm not even yeah. being dramatic. And, but then this semester, I was like, nah, I put my foot down. I was like, I'm doing everything by fucking hand. And so when I was rendering the final plans, like, when I did the second one, I did, like, a cobblestone ground for the, and I literally looked at it and almost cried. Because yeah. it's like, I knew I could fucking do this shit. I just needed to, oh, I'm so sorry. Can I curse? No, that's fine. Okay, sorry for cursing. But I was like, yeah, that's when I was like, and then the fact that, I had a certain amount of control over how the project was made, even though it was in groups. It just made me so happy. Yeah. yeah. Was it like your own project or you worked in a group? Um, we worked in a group. My group was so chaotic because it started out with two of us, then another person, and then somebody else. The Nomad's president said she was actually in the group as well. And um, basically it was on a – we were renovating a historical building that had burned down in Chinatown. And it was a very – um. It's a real one. It's um 71st Mulberry Street, I believe, and then turning it into a jail, basically. So that was so, and that was along the lines of another thing that opened my eyes to like policy and stuff like that. And I was like, this is very interesting. So yeah, love that. Yeah, man. Love that. How you doing this semester now? Like, how's how's thesis? <laughs> Actually, I'm in love. Okay, so my teachers, um, I don't want to mispronounce her name. Her first name is Professor. So I'll say Professor Michelle. Respect. And um, I've had her in my first year. So my first spring semester, I had her in Fundies. So Fundies too. Yeah. Yeah. And I loved her immediately. She's a very, what's the word, efficient woman. She's so efficient and I love her so much. And she's a very, she's just a wonderful person all around. Yeah. And I love her as a designer. So when I saw that she had a thesis, I immediately was like, yeah, I, did, I wasn't even listening to other teachers. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. And then, so I was really happy that I got her. And <clears throat> so far, it's been pretty good. Right now, we're... Because the whole semester, the way that thesis is set up, the first semester, is all research, mm -hmm. which I appreciate so much because that's another downfall most of my other projects where we didn't spend much time on research. It'll probably be like the first two, three weeks. Yeah. And then the rest of the, the four months, like, you're just design, design, design. But me personally, I prefer to, like, really stock up as much research as possible. So that made me happy that we were extending it. And that's another tip, too. Like, I feel like really when you have the first two weeks to do research, actually do that research. Like, I feel like a lot of us like to jump the gun. And sometimes the professors ask us to do it, too, where it's like you want like um like your sketches and stuff like that in your data. I feel like really honing onto what you want your concept on, because that was my problem. problem. Like, I don't know what my concept is. So my mind is going all different type of ways the entire semester. So I feel like really get your foundation there, my guy. Yeah. Did you did you you have a topic that you chose for your thesis? Or? Um. She chose it. Most of our studios, for some reason, they're doing it where the teacher kind of has kind of an umbrella theme of what they want you to do so far that I have an understanding of. And so basically what we're doing is um, the conversion of commercial buildings into residential. And so like right now, our group is doing research on the zoning regulations that are around that and how we can actually end up doing that, which is right up my alley. That's what I want to do. 
So right now, I'm not sure exactly what I want my thesis to be about, but I know it will center around the zoning laws and homelessness. Gotcha. Yeah. Now, for your thesis, you were able to choose your professor, or is it like randomly assigned? Yeah, it was. Um, th what they did was all the professors presented their thesis, how their class was going to be ran, and then we were allowed to do like a poll basically. Like we rated how badly we wanted that teacher. So, like for me, Michelle, I gave her number one. I had my second choice, and then everyone else, I just kind of gave zeros. Sorry, <laughs> for lack of a better thing, you were supposed to rate them like oh one, two, three, four, second choice like that. Yeah. But I, I had, I didn't want to leave any room for like Michelle not to be my um teacher, so. Yeah, so that's how they, you basically get to choose it up until the point where if they can't, like, schedule it. Like, if everyone chose one teacher, obviously they're going to have to, like, put you right. where they could. Yeah. Yeah. How many kids are in your class? Like, 15? Mm, yeah, the same amount. Because it's amount. what? It's three groups of, like, four. Yeah. Right, roughly 15. Okay. Uh, let's move on. Um, yeah. Is there a software or program that you hate? All of them. You hate all of them? <laughs> Literally all of them. Yeah. Wait, what was the rest of the question? I'm sorry. That was like what what program do you hate? The I guess they and hate which one do you hate the most? I like Rhino the best. I personally I feel like Rhino has a certain freedom to it. Yeah. And I agree. And then once you learn like the um once you learn once you discover pl um plugins, like once you really spend time on YouTube and find out ways to do things, there's so much freedom to it. And then the additional where you could do like for people who like coding and stuff like that. You could do like um Grasshopper. Mm -hmm. I love Grasshopper. It's so fun. It. Really? I hate it. I feel like a freaking hacker, like in a movie or something. I don't know. It's mad fun. It's it's very confusing for me. I it I is know confusing. I'm not like a pro at it, but I know how to like use it. Mm -hmm. And I've used it when I was a transfer student. When I was in community college upstate. They taught it to us, and I was just like, yo, I don't know what. Like, what is this? Yeah, no. You know? yeah. <laughs> we luckily they gave us a whole class where <clears throat> on learning it. And so, so I'll give them that. I did say they only taught us for a semester, but um, it was pretty fun. Once you really, that same thing where you're mainly going like into YouTube multiple times, finding out how to do the scripts and stuff like that. But once you get like a hang, once you do it enough times and you know what you're looking for and you understand the, um, the, basically the language that between the two of them, it's kind of fun. Yeah. It's easier in a way. Do you have one that you, do you have a, like a software that you hate? Um, that I hate the most? Probably AutoCAD because I don't know how to use it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just like, yeah. Which is sad because everyone tells you, like, you need to know AutoCAD when you're going into mm -hmm. this industry. But yeah, I can't, man. Really? Yeah, I don't know. The I think it's the easiest. I think my favorite is, is Rhino. But the easiest one to learn is, is, is AutoCAD. Because everything's 2D. Nothing's 3D. Mm. It's all orthogonal. Like, you know what I mean? There's Definitely. no, like, weird lines usually. That's where you do mostly, like, construction, uh, construction documents mm -hmm. when you're at a firm. And each internship I've had, I've only used AutoCAD. Okay. So, um, how long did it take you to learn it? Uh, well, I was taught it for, again, when I was like oh, in community okay, college, okay, they okay. taught us one of my classes. How long? You like I had a whole class on AutoCAD. Yeah, like the whole, like it was like it was called like engineering graphics. Okay. And that was spring, uh, spring twenty twenty. Okay. So yeah, they taught it, and then the project was like we had to design a house. Mm -hmm. But only doing elevations, uh, sections of floor plan, and then uh, we had to like create a lot. So a lot, it'll have like different houses like on a block, pretty much. Okay. And then we had to choose one of the house, uh, one of the uh, land, I guess, oh. or, like one of the lands that the house sits on. And then design. A and house. then design a house, but we couldn't do a three D model out of it. We had to do all two D. See, that's kind of fire. So though. yeah, it was pretty cool. I mean, huh. and we had all the freedom we wanted to like. It didn't matter how many rooms, how many bathrooms. She didn't want you to like think about it like that. She just wanted 
uh, mainly like a construction document where it has the dimensions and okay, the door okay. scheduling and window scheduling and See, I appreciate like that. that. So they're like, this is not, they're like, very strict. This is not a design class. This is strictly just to see if you know how to use the tool. Exactly. Yeah, it's like strictly like like an accelerated version to teach you AutoCAD. That is why. Yeah. Do you have like a favorite uh, architecture style? Like, are you more into modern, oh, more yeah. into the old Greek looking Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say Greek. I do like Gothic architecture. I appreciate Gothic architecture. I appreciate all the maximalists if that makes sense. So I'm not very much so like the modern, I feel like when you first come into architecture, you're, you're kind of in a way <laughs> kind of forced to like modernism, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like our first, like our second project, the one in the class that I have for um, Professor Michelle, see, um, it was a very, everybody had to pick a little, a Le Cabousier painting. Mm -hmm. And our whole project was like <laughs> based on this man and his five points. And it aggravated every like part of my body because I actually didn't care about it. Like, and I, I understand it. And I appreciate the art style. I do. But me personally, I feel like as a human being, I want to have character. I want yeah. the spaces that I live in to have character. And not things that only kind of matter if you see them on paper. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And of course, there's still you an experience when you go through these buildings. But I feel like something about like walking into like St. Patrick's Cathedral. Yeah. It's, it's an experience. It's an experience. Yeah. It's literally a visceral experience. And I feel like that's what architecture is about. It's all about the experience. Exactly. I couldn't agree more. Also, I hated the core project, honestly. Which one? The Corb, Corbusier. Oh, you hated it? I hated it. <laughs> the bathhouse. Oh, you had a bathhouse. I, I did not shit. like it. I love my professor. She was great. Mm -hmm. Love her. Um, I'm going to have her on the pod, actually, in a later episode. Hey. But the Corb project, I just wasn't a fan. I was not into it. I didn't really, you know. Yeah, I didn't really, really put, like, them. a full effort. I also had a lot going on that semester, too. Oh, okay. But You're always busy. I'm always busy. You need but, to do something uh, about that. Yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, that, that just, I was not a fan, mm -hmm. you know, I agree with you on that one, brother. Uh, what do you say? What would you say that you, that you love and hate or love or hate most about like the architecture field, the field of architecture? Um, yeah, like maybe is it the workload or maybe we don't get paid enough, you know, mm -hmm. people say that, or that that might be something you don't like. And then, or maybe the fact that we have to go through five years of school, two years of <laughs> this, yeah. three years of this, like I think, and I, I think we, I said this earlier when I first came out. I was like, I don't like people who make things complicated yeah. unnecessarily, and I do feel like the culture, studio culture, in the sense of that we're kind of all accepting of the fact that, like all nighters, for example, which you've been speaking on in extent with good reason. Because why is it? Why is that just normal? They're like, yeah, guys, yeah. I didn't sleep for three days, and everyone's just like, oh, okay. Me neither. Yeah. It's just the norm. Like, it's like it no, shouldn't be the norm. It shouldn't. You are a human being. Yeah. <laughs> Please go sleep. And I feel like the workload is unlong. I feel like there's too much. And if the fact that it's rec that it's um, normalized means that you guys are putting too much pressure on us. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the pressure on architects should definitely be a bit. Of course, it needs to be. It's a it's a very serious role. Like you're building buildings that people are going to walk in. They need to be safe and stuff like that. But I feel like. Wherever the line of procession of like pressure is being put on architects, I feel like it needs to be like definitely held back a bit. Yeah, yeah, I agree. What, what, so, what is something that you would, that you love about our field? I um, honestly, I love it. I I genuinely have a love for architecture, and I realized that in my lowest of lows. Yeah. And because of architecture, like architecture, like it really test you as a human being mm -hmm. and because i feel like and you mentioned it too like our our curriculum's not set up like normal school like i'll be talking to my other friends who are in college 
And it's like, they're like, oh, yeah, I got to go study. I'm like, I haven't studied the entire five years yeah. that I've been here, even for my like elective classes. Mm -hmm. Because although our electives are kind of still in the realm of architecture, like we have like physics for architecture. Yeah. So it's like they kind of have an understanding that studio is very draining and very taxing on us. So like we don't, I just say we don't study for tests. We don't really have quizzes and stuff like that. And I had to explain like we have a project. Like, yeah, I have homework due, but I'm never really done with my work. Because exactly. like, you're constantly making iterations of yeah. your work and stuff like that. But I love that. I do genuinely love it. I love the dynamicness of our, of our mm. field. I feel like architecture does have a lot of positives, obviously. We're trying our best every day. We're not perfect. We're trying to make this world a better place, I feel like. And yeah. there's a lot of architects out here doing that. And so stuff like that makes me happy. I love that so much. It's so wonderful. I would say my favorite part is uh, the idea of, of learning about my classmates, if that what makes sense. Mean? Because it's amazing to me. Like The, the whole point of, of us is that we're creative to the point where we have to like come up from literally nothing yeah. and create a whole concept and a whole idea of why we are building something a certain way. Oh, I know what you're saying. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we're all handed the same project. Yeah. Whether, whether there's, I don't know, how many kids are in a class? Like, 75? 100? Whoa. Like, oh, yeah. Together. And, and then, like, a student. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. One year. 75, 100 kids. And they're all so different. Everybody has the same project. Everybody has a different concept. And to me, that is beautiful. That's It is. That's architecture in its own. That's that's for me the beauty of it. I also believe it's it's very it's a very rewarding a very rewarding not only job but a rewarding major in that when you actually get into the field and you create something and then you see it constructed, oh, okay, yeah. it's like an unreal feeling. You know? It really is. Yeah. and I've been helping my um my godfather. He's he wanted to do he has like this brick, like an eighteen by eighteen brick box basically <laughs> in his backyard. And he's like, Yo, I want to turn this into movie theater and he's like, You're an architect? I was like, um, am I? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. So like, I literally did all the drawings, the plans, the sections, yeah. and now I now I have knowledge in audio placement for a movie theater because I had to go. go look up all of that for him. Should, if if you got like renderings, you can put that on like a portfolio. Yeah, 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 they look so good. Oh yeah. my god, I can't. You wait. gotta send that to me. I will, yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah, because it's so fun and like he just started like all the framing is up and everything, and it's like being in like we're in the box and it's so fun. But yeah. yeah. That's so funny because my all a bunch of my family members and then like my workers, my uh, my coworkers mm -hmm. at the hospital, okay. they're all like, "Oh, so you like you study architecture? Does that mean you can create me a house?" And I'm like, "Well, that's everyone's first response. everyone's first response. Oh, can you make a house for me? Do you have money to make a house?" And for I'm just like, "Well, I I can come up with the drawings, right? But I can't sign off yet because we have to be licensed in order to sign right. off. So I can create it for you, but you have to pay somebody else to do it." You know, and then I have another friend. He runs like a like an Airbnb. Oh, that's cool. And he's like, yeah, I wanted to redesign the whole thing. I was wondering if you could do like renderings and do like floor plans for mm -hmm. me, just to get like a, a perspective of of what I'm trying to get at. And I was like, yeah, I could do that for you, no problem. But again, you got to get like a licensed architect to sign off for it. Right. You know, you mentioned all nighters before. Yeah. Do you pull all nighters, or you try not to? I I um no okay I do. But I don't want to. Yeah. Like I refuse. First of all, last semester I did not think I didn't pull a single all nighter except when I was rendering those plans. Yeah. And the only reason I pulled that all nighter, and it was, an, it, of course, it was the day of the crit. Mm -hmm. I only did it because I genuinely was loving what I was doing, like actually like doing the colors and the markets and everything. But um, literally the first semester, our first crit that I ever had, which I blindsided i didn't even know how to freaking plot yeah some like a fifth year a fourth year had to come in and plot for me the day of my crit like 10 minutes before i'm supposed to go up but um 
I pulled the all-nighter that night, and that was the, for lack of a better term, the PTSD from trying from that whole week, just the stress, mm-hmm. and then that whole like pulling all-nighter for two two days without. And me, I like to sleep. Yeah. I'm a morning person as well, so like I go to sleep <laughs> at like nine, I wake up at like seven in the morning. So for me, not to go to sleep and then go through the stress and it's stressful. Like everyone's running around. Mm-hmm. There's exact knives being thrown apart. Like it was ridiculous, but um. I don't, as you same thing like you, I don't suggest anyone do all-nighters if you can avoid it. Just like you, I am terrible at time management. Yeah. Really horrible. <laughs> I was supposed to get here at what time? What time did I get here? Like 45 minutes late. That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, all-nighters, I don't like them. Yeah, I try not to do them. Mm. When you actually first started, were you painting up or were you like on Miro? <laughs> On like the digital yeah the mural thing didn't come until after um covid yeah so we all pinned up like we plotted and in the long island campus we didn't have to pay to plot as well so we would either or we'd go to library and print out like our 11 by 17s and stuff like that so we pinned up every day and like the first semester of fundies i don't know if it was like that for you we basically were all doing hand drawings we went right into digital see okay yeah. yeah so like ours i guess we were the last year then they did that with but um the first year we it was all hand drawings until our final, which was so strange to me because and that's what threw me off because I hated the whole Rhino thing because like all our projects up until our like the Title Park project, which was our last one. Did you guys do Title Park? I don't know. I don't think so. For, for Funny's one? Yeah. No. No, we had like a series of like five different projects, but the last one for some reason all the students were doing like SketchUp and stuff, and I was here like, what the hell is going on? But um, <laughs> I was like, when did we switch over? But it was yeah. What are we talking? I lost my whole train of thought. I'm so sorry. Um, uh, plotting. Oh, oh, plotting. Did we pin up? Yeah. Did we pin up. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So as I told you, I didn't know how to plot until the day of. Someone else had to do it for me. So yeah, we plotted every day. Up and yeah, even up until um that spring 2020 was plotting. So what, what exactly is plotting? Plotting is when you are. It's the same, the same thing as printing. However, it's on a larger sheet, so they'll be on like a 72 by 36. Oh. So there's like a big. Almost, like, almost curious. I'm sorry. There's like a really gigantic printer, basically, and it just prints it for you. So they call it plotting. They have that up in the fab lab. It's or... not in the fab lab. It's in the room. Or it's a room next to the library, and it was oh, closed okay. also last semester. From when I first got here, I don't know what's going on, but <laughs> yeah. But normally it's like that. So let me ask you this: Would you rather have free 3D printing, Ooh. free plotting, okay. or free like printing? 3D like, printing. 3D printing. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. And I work in the fab lab. <laughs> so obviously I don't have free, but like, yeah. I, I don't know, 3D printing I really love. And that that's another thing too, working in the fab fabrication lab, I feel like is a really good experience. And I feel like everyone, when you're in architecture, there's so many different roads you can take. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's a beautiful thing about architecture school. You can dibble and dabble into all of those. Like you have your history class if you want to be an architecture historian. Which I almost did because my first art history class, like it sucked me and I'm not gonna lie, I loved it so much. But yeah. Yeah. I actually I have history like right after this. You do? I don't like history, I'm gonna be honest with you. Oh why? It's I'm not interested. Okay, fair enough. It's it's but like yeah. boring to me. See, so you know I'm not gonna be art history. Yeah. So you could try something else. There you go. You like CAD, you like drawing construction documents, you're into hospital healthcare. Fair enough. There you go. Do you think um your perspective has changed from your first year mm-hmm. when you started to like right now as a fifth year. Yeah, it's changed tremendously. It's been a roller coaster, honestly. It changes like every semester. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it was very. I was very. First of all, I'm, I'm also, as you know, I'm a very childish person. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm very childish and I'm very much so in the moment and stuff like that. So I wouldn't 
Yeah, for, no, yeah, honestly, I wasn't taking architecture serious at all the mm-hmm. first two years. Also, because I was dormant, so I was really in the whole college, you know what I'm saying? College experience. Yeah, not that I party. I don't party. It's not my thing. But um, but still, I was very much so just living life, just happy that I was at home. Mm-hmm. And But now, definitely, as I said, after the grassroots convention and, like, meeting people from other parts of, of America and talking to them. And it's just like, dang. Like, I think you and, and Sid were having a conversation. I was just like, I bet, like, that's really, architecture really is so amazing. Yeah. And I can't wait to really, like, like actually go out there into the world of it so it definitely has changed completely what is something as a as a fifth year now that you're a fifth year mm-hmm. what is something that you would tell your first year self if you could talk to like your first if year i self? could talk to my first year self i would be like yo brie please <laughs> like please 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 like i feel like just a b b, b for real <laughs> b for real one because i didn't take as i said i wasn't really taking it serious well, I'm the type of person where I don't do work and I still like get passed with an A or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when it's time for funnies, I feel like it's a perfect time to genuinely find your style of architecture. And I mean that in like graphics, rendering. What do you like rendering? I personally don't like like realistic rendering. Like I don't like Lumion and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I prefer like more artistic, artistically rendered, like by hand and stuff like that. I, I didn't find that out till last semester. You know what I'm saying? So it's like really, I feel like, because you can kind of get to, because as I said, I came in blindsided. So I kind of had this whole, the whole idea of architecture thrown at me at once. And like people started talking about like building codes and all this other stuff. And I'm like, and our teachers and they told us in funnies, like really have fun in funnies. Yeah. Genuinely enjoy this time because after that, it's not going to be fun and they're not wrong. I feel like take that time to really hone in onto like, as you said, what type of style? Do you like gothic? Do you like modernistic? Do you like white and black drawings? Do you like color? You know, stuff like that. So really hone into that. Learn your line weights. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'd say focus graphically, architecturally wise, in the beginning. I would say to anyone listening, uh, definitely focus on your line weights. Yes. Any any advice, or not any, every advice that I get from each year so far, every teacher has told me always focus on your line weights because you can tell even if you're hand drawing or or you're doing literally anything like it's a regular drawing, um, an illustrator, always focus on your line weights. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you should have, like, a really good project, you know? Do you have a dream firm that you want to work for? Like, is <laughs> no. there a firm out there that you're like, oh, I would love to work here? Um, there is this one firm in Harlem. I can't even remember their name right now, but it's pinned on my laptop. I know it for a fact. And um, they do residential stuff. It's not even a big firm or anything. I, I personally don't want to work for a big firm mm-hmm. simply because – or actually, I would, but I wouldn't see myself long-term in a big firm. That's like, fair. I'm just more of a more – like, I'm a more personal type of person. I'm the very stip- very stereotypical, like, I would love to work for Gensler. <laughs> oh, yeah. Very I know. stereotype. You go, nah, you go hard for Gensler. <laughs> yeah, I go hard for Gensler. I love Gensler. They're, they're building, when we when we went to the grassroots in mm-hmm. uh, Washington, D.C., uh, we did an off, uh, a tour of Gensler. And I'm yeah. telling you right now, I, I haven't been in many firms, I'll be honest, but they have one of the most beautiful firms I've ever seen. This boy was geeked out the entire <laughs> time. <laughs> I was very excited. It was, pretty, it was not. Nah, it is a cool. It was a cool. Yeah. I'm glad you got to go there too. Oh man, it was like I'm trying to get my old professor to let us do a tour of the Gensler here in New York City, because mm-hmm. the lady that was in Washington D.C. telling me like they're color coded differently. Uh, they're color coded differently, like the the walls and all that stuff. That's kind of cool. Depending on the city. Oh. So, I don't know what their color scheme was there, but it's different Wasn't here in New York City. It's all their their main color is red, but it's the wow. the setups like all different. So hmm. 
Yeah, it's pretty cool. Was there ever a time that you just wanted to quit where maybe you pulled an all-nighter or maybe you were just confused about something or maybe you just woke up one day and you were like, you know what, I, why am I doing this to myself? Yeah. Honestly, they're kind of, it's, it's funny, they're kind of blurry memories now, but in the moment they were so intense. Like, yeah. I think mainly in the second year, I like, I remember calling my mom and crying and just being like, I can't do this because yeah. of the, A, the all-nighters, B, just the overall pressure of, and for me personally, I'm the type of person where like, I like to design, like, I'm only creative in my own space, if that makes sense. I can't, like, having someone tell me to be creative does not, like, it's hard for me mm-hmm. to actually pull it out. So, like, being forced to do something. And then also, they tell you what's your project. You know, they're like, oh, you have this, 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 that, and third. And I'm like, I don't want to do that, A. Yeah. B, I don't, like, my brain just won't let me do that right now. So, I had, like, I had a lot of artistic blocks the first three years. So, that's very discouraging. Especially as an architect, because your whole job is you designing. Yeah. And it's like, shit, I'm like, damn, I don't know what to do. And then, like, I was like, mom, I'm like, maybe I'll do a project manager. Like, I like making schedules. Like, it's fine. <laughs> I'll just do something else. But I can't do anything else. I don't see myself doing anything else. Mm-hmm. And when I think about, like, and when you, like, oh, you think back on when you decided to do architecture. And I'm like, I literally couldn't think of any other major I'd go to college for. I couldn't agree more. I'm not paying for any other thing. Yeah. No, I said the same thing in my first my first episode mm-hmm. because I went to college when I was 18, but yeah. I hated it. And engineering. Yeah. yeah and I told myself like, like if I'm going to go back to college, I'm going to do something that I love. I don't want to do it Absolutely. just to get through it or just to get a degree to impress my mom. Absolutely. Like, I want to do it because I want to do something I love for the rest of my life. You know? So that was my big thing. And I'm going to tell people take advantage while you're in college, because once you get in the field, truly, um, you lost something? Oh, okay. Because once you get out of college, you truly kind of not lose touch of the creativity, but you have more freedom to be creative yeah. in your studio classes yeah. compared to when you're in the field. Um, I had a few internships where, and I think most people who had an internship can agree, but you mostly stick to a, a certain plan and a certain style. Okay. And you kind of have to roll with it because it's like if a company is looking for something, yeah, you can't create something completely different, mm-hmm. you know, because then they're like, what the hell is this? You know? I didn't ask you to do that. So, yeah, just take advantage of being as creative as you can because I believe Absolutely. as long as your concept makes sense, you there's no such thing as being too creative in our field. That's just my thing. But, I agree. Um, and then if anyone says anything, they just don't see the vision. Yeah. And they're beneath you. <laughs> that also goes back to like trying to explain yourself too you know if you have a good concept and you can explain it then they won't really say much you know yeah that's i just want to talk on that because for me i am not good at explaining myself that's just as a person and then especially on when you when something's so like when you're like when you're artist like the things that you create it means a lot to you Mm-hmm. regardless of, of if it was on purpose or someone told you to do it or not and sometimes the reasoning behind it can be a bit personal too and so being able to be very vulnerable about that sometimes like i like the um one of our projects it was on house and we had we, we had whoever who want, we wanted the residents to be it could be whoever right as long as the architecture reflected that so i chose my parents who are two artists as well but they're two very just two polar people period so they have two different styles so trying to explain that yeah. and then explain why I did certain things it was kind of hard but I feel like it definitely architecture definitely helped me on like learning how to talk you definitely have to know how to speak to mm-hmm. be able to present your idea with confidence and be able to hear people tell you like yo that makes no sense and be able to leave with like your head held high mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I've seen like a classmate get like me too like his ass ripped like you know what I'm tears saying? in your eyes yeah like like they left. <laughs> <laughs> like they no they legit like they left crying no. like they were tight yeah and that's I I think I've said this before but you have to take crits with a grain of salt literally like yeah. they're not there to kind of shit on your project they're there to to help you they'll tell you now obviously some people uh they're they're worse than others yeah. um I heard a story that. Uh, one of my old professors told me where her, her teacher mm-hmm. completely ripped up her pinups oh and said, God. you got to do this all over again. This is, this is shit. You know? I almost just started crying. Yeah, I, I would have been pissed, but like, again, you do have to take it with a grain of salt. Like, yeah, there are some professors who are rude, but mm-hmm. most, I'll say most professors, they will try to just make sure that, you know, you do better than you did in your previous yeah, career, of course. you know? So all that's all they're really trying to do. They're trying to make sure that you just do well. They're not there to criticize. Well, they are there to criticize, but they're not there to shit on your project. They just want you to, you know, have a better project. Right. Also, some people, their tone and voice, just some people just don't know how to regulate their tone when they're saying things. So it may come off as hurtful or as if they're trying to come for you. But understanding that, as you're saying, like, it's all constructive criticism. Yeah. They've been, in, you have to understand that also some of these professors, they've been in this game longer than you've even been able you even knew about architecture probably you know what i'm saying so it's like understand that sometimes what they're telling you they're really telling you because they know they've probably done that mistake as well right so listen to them right so do you have any uh do you have any plans for after college are you gonna like get a master's or are you gonna just go straight absolutely not i'm done i can't do it no more first of all when i um agreed to do the five-year plan i was my fault probably also i'll take that out for this one when i'm in my fault i don't listen I was under the impression that I'll be doing my master's in five years. Yeah. So I thought I'd be leaving a master's. It's still a bachelor. It's just a five-year bachelor. And I was like, what the hell? And I was like, and I didn't realize that till like last semester, like, cause I didn't really go back and look into it. Cause I could just follow the map. I just tell my, my, my advisor what class I'm going to take or whatever. And I'm like, hold on, this is bachelor's of architecture. Yeah. But, um, I'm not going, I can't go back for another year. And when I leave school, I'm never going back. I no. can't. Nah. That's also why I didn't take a year off. Cause if I took a year off, I'm not coming back. You yeah. couldn't pay me to come back to school. I can't. So you went right, like right after high school. Yeah, day. straight in. It's yeah. kind of scary too, but it's okay. I got you. I know some people that want to do a master's. Yeah. I might want to do a master's, but I'm still like up in the air. You give master's type of vibe. Yeah, do I? <laughs> yeah, you do. Uh, I think I just when I'm like older, I want to be a professor. Oh, okay, I would really? love to teach like studio or like like viz. I can see you mean, and you already do like um tutoring and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, during the interview, they asked me, like, oh, why do you want to be a tutor? And I was like, oh, you know, I not only love architecture, but I love teaching kids or teaching people uh, things. And I want to be a professor one day. And that's why I'm trying to... I only teach architecture classes. Okay. And then I teach, like, speech and art, design, and communication. Wait, you teach those classes? Not teach. Oh, okay. uh, I'm about to say... um... I keep saying teach, but I mean tutor. But I was a a teaching assistant for Viz 1. How was that? Uh, It was cool. Because oh my god, who did I? Who's my teacher? Oh Nizan, do you know oh, Nizan? Okay. I've heard the goat. She's great. I love oh her. yeah, you guys were talking about her. Yeah, me and Sid. Yeah, yeah. she's fantastic. She wrote me letters of recommendation. Oh, like she, I did heart. pretty well in her class. But literally the first day of class, I remember all I, all I did was like she had a bunch of questions like oh mm-hmm. can you explain what a section, what a plan is, like what an elevation is. Okay. And I was the only one that raised my hand, and she was like, "You, what's your name?" I was like, "Oh, I'm Chris." And then she's like. Okay, you're gonna be my TA for the semester. So if oh. anybody needs help, you're gonna you're gonna help me help them. Oh, and I was like, are you serious? And they were, Excuse and she was like, me? yeah, absolutely. 
Oh, she's definitely goaded. Like, right, great. What? Yeah, she's the best. So no masters, like going straight. Yeah, straight no. Up. It's um well, also because I did on my. Why did I almost just do an accent, bro? In my <laughs> third year, I um. I definitely was starting to understand because people be like, oh, you know, your aunts and everybody's like, oh, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? And I'm like, I want to open my own firm. And that was kind of just like a ballsy thing that I just threw out there. But I do actually want to open my own firm one day because I am interested in business and stuff like that. And um, of course, if I'm owning my own firm, I would like to I'd have to have my own masters. Yeah. That makes sense. And then at one point, I remember I mentioned to my friend's mom, I was like, you know, my partner can have their masters. She's like, don't ever do a partnership where one of where you're not equals, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. She's like, because if anything, they're more, well, you know, I feel like that's said enough, you know, just yeah. make sure that you guys are equals, yeah. at least at that point on paper. So might go back if I ever take that route. So we'll see. Have you had like internships before? I haven't actually, I actively avoided them. I applied to two and I sent a very shitty portfolio to both of them. <laughs> I'm a very good at self-sabotaging and, um, yeah, I haven't done any internships yet, but I'm definitely like this. Once the semester is done, like I'm gonna actively like, yeah. cause my portfolio is fire, Chris. Oh my god, it's honestly fire, and I'm like, I just need to literally send it out. And for, as you said, like a firm that I want, like, cause I remember when I was I first, cause my godfather he's in he's in um construction, and I was telling him like I'm like looking for internships and sh and stuff, and he's like, are you just applying to anywhere, or are you looking for places that you actually want to work? So. Right now, I'm still in the process of, like, researching firms. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to just directly just reach out to them. Like, not wait for, like, some Google, like, a Google review or something like that. Like, oh, yeah. we're looking for internships. Like, nah. I'm going to go to you. I'm going to send you my portfolio, send you my cover letter, all that. So, yeah. You know, there is a a, a fair, um, fair, like a career fair Oh. in November. Okay. I could send you details, but it's yeah. on Handshake. Okay. If you, if you guys go to NYIT and you're listening, like, there's a career fair from, like, 1 to 4 on a... On, November 17th, I believe. And it's like 10 minute interviews with specifically like architecture and engineering firms. I'm sure mm -hmm. a lot of them are looking to hire like mm -hmm. fifth years, fourth years, you know what I'm saying? So that's something to look into. Okay, definitely. So it's on are Handshake? You, it's on Handshake. Okay. Yeah. Do you have a Handshake? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you you can. <laughs> <laughs> we just we just shove each other's hands. <laughs> uh, so you guys should apply. And definitely. I've interviewed with like H2M. Have you ever heard of them? I don't believe so. The architect that works there, one of the lead architects, he graduated from here. Oh. And then there's a few designers that work there also. That's amazing. So, you know. If you, you interviewed him, for them, you said? I interviewed. They didn't hire me. Okay. That was uh, that was in the spring uh, last semester. Hmm. Um, yeah. So I have one more question that I wanted to ask you. Mm -hmm. What advice would you give to people that are just starting out, whether it's a first year or even if there's somebody that's listening that's a senior in high school mm -hmm. and they want to pursue the field of architecture, what is one piece of advice that you would tell them? Um, one piece of advice I would tell someone starting out in architecture. Um, hmm. Honestly, truthfully, I feel like come in open-minded. Yeah. Be very open-minded about architecture. As I stated before, it's a very dynamic field. What architects did in the 90s, it's a completely different world now. The urgencies of the world because we are honestly just a response to whatever the climate is that we're doing. As for example, my thesis, we're doing commercial to residential because we have a housing problem. I feel like there's always a housing problem in New York from the time it began, but um, the issues are different. There's different things, like because of COVID, completely changed the field as well, I feel like. 
We don't even know where it's going in terms of technology as well, because there's now AI that can design houses, which scared me a little bit because it's like um, the majority of people population doesn't really see architecture as much as we do, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like when I first started architecture school, I know I, I don't know why I'm going on a tangent right now. I'm so sorry. Yeah, go for it. But um, like once I started my first architecture course, once I learned what a column was, what I learned that things are, I cannot walk into a building and not just see everything. You yeah. see everything. Like where I work right now, there's this gigantic column in the stupidest place. And it's like, you could have designed around it. We mm. could have did some things. And it's just like, you see things like that, or you start to appreciate things. I, when I started our housing project, I had, for some reason, I was looking at windowsills. I was becoming obsessed with windowsills <laughs> because I had to draw them. And I'm like, I never looked at a freaking windowsill before in my life, like from the outside on the elevation of a house, yeah. or like awnings and stuff. And you just become hyper aware about random little things that we see every day but don't appreciate. So that's our job to think about those things and do them for other people. So I feel like remember that, you know, times are always changing. Keep your, keep your options open as well. Yeah. Should be fine. Your options open. Always. And don't pull an all ladder. Don't do it. <laughs> I'm the same way though. Like every time I enter a building, I'm like, wow, this is like either what is this or this is beautiful. <laughs> what is this? You know? Yeah. Um in Puerto Rico too. Puerto Rico's got beautiful architecture. Not so mm -hmm. much of like, oh what is this? It's more of like a beauty to me. Uh like old San Juan. I don't know if you are familiar. Mm -hmm. But it's very like old sort of architecture. Oh, okay. I'll, yeah, I think we're going to end it there, Brie. Uh, is there any last-minute things that you want to tell the people? Um, don't pull all-nighters. I feel like you need to say that every episode. <laughs> every episode. Don't pull all-nighters. Don't, don't pull all-nighters and, and I master time management. Master time management and understand that there is a limit to how many iterations you can do. Yes. It's I okay. That. I love that. Okay, Brie. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining me. And be my first guest. I'm very happy you were my first guest. Me too. This is this is a very exciting moment for me. I, I plotted and planned. You said what? I plotted and planned. Oh uh, yeah. Um, very happy to have you on. Do you want to plug in any of your social medias, any of your Instagrams? Yeah, sure. um, my architecture Instagram is under construction, but you can still um, follow for now. It's um, spicy taco with a K. Um, if you want to follow me on my personal Instagram, that's fine by me as well. That's spicy Goku. And yeah, that's yep. it. Please follow her because she posts like really hilarious uh, <laughs> on, on her story. I know we you, we repost a lot. But yeah, it's it's hilarious. It's so funny. It's so funny. Um, if you like what you hear, or if there's a topic that you want to hear me talk about, if you want to be a guest, as you can see, I have my first guest. Please reach out to me. Um, if there's a professor or a designer that you think I should interview, please find me on Instagram at shagan.arc. That's S-H-A-G-A-N dot A-R-C-H. And don't forget to tune in every Monday for a new episode. If you listen all the way through, thank you and have a great day.